thank you so much for coming on the podcast. I'm still working on the name of the podcast. At first mm-hmm. it was the Making Cool Stuff podcast, and now it's potentially the process. Uh, but basically it's just unpacking people's creative process, working through um, perfectionism and how people create stuff and their processes behind the scenes. So thank you so much for coming on, Kendra. Could you introduce yourself? Hello, my name is Kendra and I'm a marketing designer for B2B tech companies, mostly um, education, uh, privacy, and all those different companies right now. So I'm still working on what I should focus on, my niche for a client, but right now I am more focused on uh, just web design, ads design, and kind of learning all or everything I can learn at this age and during this point in my career. You and I know each other through a program called Praxis, which is basically a professional development program. Could you talk a little bit about your experience with that? With six months um, kind of education, they kind of teach you uh, marketing, sales, customer success, and um, operations. Growing up, I've always been into design. I kind of geared more towards marketing because it's the nearest to design. And also, I like marketing because it kind of gives purpose to my designs. Some people have a hard time uh, differentiating like art with design. And I think that's where I was like two years ago. But then learning marketing, it gave me a purpose as a designer. So now I create like websites that are used for marketing these companies, these amazing companies. And in return, they get more sales, they get more clicks. Yeah, I love that. I feel similarly where I came into practice with some like video production and video editing skills. And I also leaned into marketing and I felt like I was really able to see how those things all come together. I know you do stuff with a um, design education nonprofit, Benefit Design. Benefit Design, it's a nonprofit organization that has a collection of volunteer designers who volunteer to create um, branding, marketing stuff, and other design needs for nonprofit nonprofit organizations. That is actually the first time I got to experience real-world um, projects design- that are design-related because I, when I moved here to the States... Um, so I didn't go to college and I had no connections whatsoever. And Benefit Design was the first um, organization that kind of helped me get the things that I need, like the experience, the the community, the connections. Kind of had a similar experience like with Praxis, where it's like the kind of thing where you can get lots of like develop those connections and just get re- more and more from it the more you put into it. What was it like going from, I guess, making potentially projects for yourself um, or like more art-based projects to becoming um, 
someone who's working with brands and like you said, making websites that have a purpose and where people are tracking, where people are clicking and stuff like that. Praxis was all online. And I think it's really cool how much you could like just sort of use the internet and like leverage it. So do you have any like resources that you found super helpful when you were learning about graphic design or that you maybe still use or anything with marketing? I actually just learned everything from this online education tool called Udemy. And I, and my brother uh, like edits photos for as a hobby. Like he uses Photoshop as a hobby and he was like, oh, you can try this course out. It's like, I forgot the name of the guy who taught the course, but he's from Udemy. And I also took his illustrator course and InDesign course. Yeah, just from Udemy and YouTube and I followed all these uh, different artists and graphic designers in Instagram and kind of, oh, this is cool. This artist is cool. So let me give them a follow. Whenever I learn something, I always, I should always have an end goal, which is, uh, well, for me, it's the certifications. Like, even though people think that, oh, maybe just because it's a certification then maybe it's not of much help whenever you're job hunting but it's not true because above the certifications they also need to see your skills right but then for me these the practice and the studying part for certifications are what are is where it's at like um you get to practice with pressure, if that makes sense. If if you're aiming towards a certification that needs a certain grade. I think the end goal of having a certification makes you accountable to uh, learning it seriously. And also, if you just... oh, Because it, it's so easy to buy courses or get these online courses. But then it's also easy to give up on them. It's it's easy to just leave them, but then if there's an end goal to everything you do, there's always the, the inspiration and the accountability that comes with it. I really love that as a strategy for when you're making use of resources and have a direction you want to go in. Um, do you have any other tips for people who are maybe taking a route, whether they want to learn about graphic design or another subject? and they want to do it maybe through more like self-directed resources outside of school it's easier said than done but always practice if you want to learn graphic design then maybe you should start creating graphic design uh deliverables for your family for your friends maybe there's a maybe your friend has a business that you can help out with or your your my uncle had a plumbing business. Uh, he, he has a plumbing business and I created the logos and flyers for him. So those kinds of practices where it's also not for yourself only. Because, I mean, if it's your goal to work in the real world, you will always have, like, clients. You will, you will always have, like, bosses or managers who are waiting for you to finish the work so 
kind of give yourself the opportunity to learn it in that sense. I think a lot of it does come down to being able to understand what the client wants and to almost help them figure out what they want. And that's such a big piece of it because where when you're young and you're starting out, it's super hard to know how to network, but it's a really, the sooner you can get that interaction in, the better, because then those, that practice you're doing will just add up and compound. Um, do you have any advice for someone who's potentially uh, doing some of that practice but feeling frustrated? Or- oh, biggest thing to know, biggest fact to know is that everyone goes through that and it will honestly take a long time for you to get out of it. It may take years. I think it took me, what, two years just practicing and hearing like negative things from my relatives that, oh, this gets you nowhere. Just go to college and shit. So I'm like, mm, it's it's a hard process. But my biggest advice would be to surround yourself with the right people. Listen to adults who are in the industry. Like, looking back, I'm, like, weirded out that I let these people who are not in design or in any creative industry, like, put me down. It's weird. So just listen to people who are from this field and make friends with people who who are in the same field. That's why I reached out to you, too, like, in practice. Because you were... You were very open about oh i'm into video editing and and i'm i want to like create youtube videos and so i was i was like oh okay this person must be a good person to she's like a perfect uh companion (laughs) or accountability partner because i also wanted to do youtube before right reaching out to people who have the same interests because you are never alone in the journey. There will always be someone who has the same experience as you, who's experiencing the same things as you currently. And yeah, you just really got to find those people. And sometimes they don't go to you, so you got to look for them. I'm super grateful for you and other friends I have who are like, it feels like they're doing very similar things and just have very similar mindsets. Having people who you can relate to about like, those same specific challenges like really makes a world of difference would you have any advice if someone is maybe a bit shy or isn't as used to um reaching out to people and is maybe i feel like for me i was very much used to just being like friends with the people who i had all my classes with when i started doing more of the like video stuff i felt very self-conscious about it so it was really difficult to reach out to people like you were talking about do you have any tips for someone who is like that i think use a platform that you're that you are comfortable using what i did first was um i reach out to people through instagram because i feel like it's less formal and more friendly in a way so i reach out to the these artists or designers i'm like hey, I saw this work of yours. It's really nice. And or sometimes I go to these. Oh, a good thing is I go to these free conferences, like 
there's the Adobe Max. It's free online. I attended that uh, three years ago, I think. And there's this one speaker who talked about your journey in oh, your journey in art, uh, or as a designer, or as an artist. And so she said something that I really needed during that time. So it doesn't hurt to say thank you through Instagram and kind of tell them that their talk really helped you so that's kind of where it starts like just putting yourself out there and reaching out first and saying thank you in a platform that you're comfortable in do you have a like favorite either favorite project or favorite like type of project you've worked on before i really right now i really find fulfillment in web design so i created I redesigned the website for uh, an education technology client and it was really nice because I was able to solve a problem that they have. I think that's also one reason why I love design so much and why I love marketing, like the the mix of them, is because you're trying to solve a problem through design. So. One of their problems was high click-through, high bounce rates. So bounce rates meaning when they go in the website, they like move out of that page like really quickly. And then I noticed that they have like super prominent links above the fold. Like when whenever you, uh, when you click on the website, there are like links that take you to different like four different pages right away. That's why they have a high bounce rate. So as a designer and a marketer, I'm thinking like, how do I reduce this bounce rate while still keeping the purpose of the page to make the users explore different pages? Thank you so much for being on the show, Kendra. Do you have any final thoughts or advice to leave listeners with? The main takeaway I always uh, advise, give, give to people um, is to always surround yourself with the right people and just be patient with the, the waiting process because it's always worth it in the end. It's super rewarding to kind of see, okay, put in a lot of like investment toward myself and knowing how to really make things work because I've kind of hit my head against the wall so many times, had those frustrating moments and kept persevering. Yeah, I love that. Keep investing in yourself. Push anyone's opinions out of your mind as much as you can and just keep making progress. I felt it was really inspiring when you talked about the different resources you've used and how you've been able to dive into different like communities and really uh, make work that you really enjoy doing and are proud of is super cool thank you so so much for being on the podcast kendra thank you sophie